Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. He's a David Bowie fan. He is a fan of Tottenham Hotspur. He loves to paint, but his biggest passion is LinkedIn. He boldly claims that he will help you generate leads through social selling on LinkedIn. And we will definitely ask him about that. Here he comes, Stephen Quinn. Stephen, thank you very much uh, for joining us today on our LinkedIn Smart Podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. And um, I, I always ask uh, my guest um, the first question, and it's always the same how have you started with LinkedIn? Um, was it a laugh uh, in a first sight? Okay, so I actually started out on LinkedIn way back in 2005. Uh, so it's 15 years. So I, I, I believe, and I just kind of looked into this recently, I think I was in the first 3 million uh, people to sign up for it. So, you know, there's, I think, 720 or so million people using. So I was actually quite surprised about that. Um, it, I, I was working, uh, I had I had a company uh, back around 2005 and my business partner at the time uh, said, oh, there's this thing called LinkedIn, you need to get on it. So uh, I, I signed up for it and, um, you know, I kind of, it was probably more at that time uh, something that, job seekers and people used in recruitment um, you know so it's um, like it, it obviously wasn't the platform that it is now uh, but I just thought I'll, I'll, I'll give it a whirl and uh, it I found initially in in, in the early days um, probably to some degree as to the way people use it now it, 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 it was even then you know a tool that one could use to network uh, you know to build connections and you know have a profile about who you are professionally um, and I, I, I actually look back as well I, I, it turns out that I, I have a recommendation from somebody back in 2007 so uh, <laughs> I thought well I must have been I must have been using it a bit back then as well uh, so yeah I, I, I guess you know it wasn't wasn't the kind of the you know the, the the social platform it was it was more about kind of business and you know being quite one-dimensional whereas now it's more multifaceted mm-hmm. um i know i know about you stephen that um you're a digital marketer you're using linkedin you uh, you um uh, helping people uh, find or generate leads through different means as well as linkedin as well um so probably the, the question should be, you know, what is appealing uh, to you on LinkedIn? Why are you on LinkedIn? Why do you think the LinkedIn is important? Okay, well, first of all, I, I, I really enjoy being on LinkedIn. Personally, it's something I very much enjoy. So, you know, as the saying goes, you know, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. So uh, I, it, it just really appeals to me as somewhere to be virtually um, you know especially this year with everybody you know not being out and about the way they would have uh, prior to March um, I, I suppose um, I, you, you know what appeals to me is is having a, a platform to maybe share my expertise 
Um, you know, ultimately, I, 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 I get great satisfaction out of helping people. Uh, so, you know, commercially, uh, I suppose my, uh, my, my, my goal is to help people to, you know, increase their brand awareness of their, their business, their company, and ultimately generate leads. Um, but for me, you know, generating leads is, is something that, you know, needs to be built up organically over time in a natural way um, and not something that, you know, people just, you know, they're, I suppose, sending out, you know, hundreds or thousands of messages or emails or whatever. Um, it's something that should be built up by people really getting to know other people and, Naturally, you know, if you're in a business where you're supplying a good or a service that, you know, somebody wants to buy and you happen to, you know, f you know, fit in with, with their commercial need. And if, if, if they like you and trust you and get on with you and you've got some, you know, you know, you've got a shared history over time, it, it, it stands to reason that you, you've got a good chance of them considering you. And then if everything else stacks up uh, in them possibly doing business with you. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so imagine I'm a business owner, I am a business owner, um, sure. and I, I would like to be your client. What would you do with me? What would you do with the business owners like, like me? Okay, well, I suppose the first place to start is, um, you know, is really to, it, 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 well, okay, how I would generally start is I would do, do an initial kind of maybe 15, 20 minutes uh, call or Zoom meeting like now. Um, I'd, I'd ask you some questions about yourself because, you know, you have to be, you know, you have to know a little bit about the person or the person who's there and um, your services um, you know the persona or the avatar of the sweet spot customer that you're looking to attract and um, maybe what's different about you and you know you know figure out a, an overall plan as to what it is that you're hoping to achieve by carrying out uh, you know the, the the project or the partnership um, I would then uh, give you know give a you know a bit of information about myself, my company, our approach, um, and generally after that you kind of I suppose you just get a good feel for whether you're going to be a, a right fit for each other because you know there's you know doing business with people you know for me anyway because I'm so passionate about it. Um, you've got to get on with the people and um, they've got to trust you and um, you know and and you, you're going to be spending a lot of time you know either day to day or week to week and hopefully over many years and um, so you know you've got to figure that out early on so that being the case and um, we generally kind of go to a, a discovery uh, phase so at, at that stage you're kind of doing more of a deep dive um, you know, you might be, for example, if it's, uh, you know, if I'm working with somebody on their LinkedIn, you know, I go through a process where, you know, I've, I've, I've got a, a number of questions, you know, normally about 20, 25 or so uh, to really understand who they are. And at, at that stage, then, you know, you're, you're, you're putting forward your, your plan as to what you think is achievable, you know, manage expectations. Uh, work out some timeframes for you know when certain things are going to ideally be met and accomplished, um, and you know then you got to obviously work out the commercials. 
So, you know, if, if like, you know, talking, talking to you about your business, I know there's different aspects to what you do. Um, you, you, you're very much based around video for LinkedIn. So, you know, you might look and see, well, look, what activity are you currently carrying out? Is it just LinkedIn? Is it, you know, it could be Google ads or SEO or other forms of social media activity or paid social activity could it be email marketing you know so you know from there you know when it's i suppose when it's a a kind of a full service where it's maybe the full suite of digital marketing activities and you know you're going to carry out a, a process of maybe looking at the statistics that you've done but it all really comes back to this to, to the to the basics as such you know you're you're doing an initial uh, call and from there then you're carrying out some some fairly deep dive um, uh, discovery uh, you, you, you're, you're asking the questions and then you're putting a, you know a very detailed plan together mm-hmm. from there you mentioned something which uh, which was interesting and that uh, you say um the fact-finding thing, that fact-finding phase um, in your uh, introductory call uh, is about figuring out if uh, if you're the right fit for each other, right? Like uh, if you, um, who would you think um, wouldn't find business on LinkedIn? Would, uh, are, are there some, some specific um, categories, business categories, which uh, probably they are not right fit for, for LinkedIn outreach? Yeah, it's it's something that I've kind of thought about for a while because I, I because I have a real love for the platform. Um, I'd I'd like to think that everyone within business, ha, you know, there's something there for them, and I do actually believe that there is. But if you're, for example, uh, using LinkedIn as a as a tool as a as a commercial platform to 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 win new business. You know, maybe some smaller, you know, retail only uh, commercial businesses, you know, where they may be working locally in their community, they could be a shop, that kind of thing. You know, they're, they're, they're probably not going to get a, a big return on LinkedIn. Um, you know, but 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 still, you know, if if they take to it and they like the community of LinkedIn, because LinkedIn very much is a community, um, you know, if, if they're willing to maybe forego some of the commercial percentage return, I still think it's 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 a really great place for them to be. So I, I, I guess that will be the, you, you know, the, the profile of business that LinkedIn mightn't provide an obvious massive fiscal return. Uh, talking about um, <clears throat> LinkedIn community and, and, uh, and the local kind of flavor, uh, I, I would like to ask because you know you're the first first person from Ireland which um, I have on the show. So obviously, the question should be you know how is the community uh, of a LinkedIn in Ireland? It's really good. Yeah, it's very. Um, it's it's you know we, we we'd all know each other. I mean probably we would because it's a small country. Uh, you know we've a relatively small population compared to some of our neighbours in the United Kingdom and Europe. Uh, a lot of people tend to maybe know in kind of in inverted comma real life. Um, so y- y- you know, you you know, I suppose prior to March, you'd be more used to maybe seeing people around out socially or at business events or exhibitions, that kind of thing. But yeah, it's it, the, our, our Ireland would be 
uh, you know, a very, very strong um, place to be from a, I suppose, from a, a, a technical perspective. Um, you know, we have a very highly uh, educated workforce. Um, most of the large, um, you know, global uh, tech companies like Microsoft, Google, Airbnb, Facebook, etc. Like name a big company, and the chances are they have their EMEA headquarters here. So we've 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 got, you know, in the last I suppose twenty or you know maybe f further years. Um, we have people from literally all over the world living here, so it's 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 quite a cosmopolitan place to live. Um, probably, you know, similar to Dubai, where you know you're used to hearing you know different um, languages and different accents, and you know I I love that. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Actually, you're right. Um, I remember that Ireland was, uh, or still is, probably kind of like a digital hub for for many many of those uh, tech companies. And uh, I would assume that you know a lot of lot of users, LinkedIn users, are from you know uh, are actually from from these these companies. So that might be quite quite interesting to see. Um, yeah. But let's I get. Have said, yeah. Actually, VTech, uh, LinkedIn have their big headquarters okay. here as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There's a lot of LinkedIners uh, yeah. living in Dublin. So. <laughs> um, uh, Stephen, I wanted to ask you, uh, just kind of like a following up on on that on that uh, example of the business owners. Um, when you start working with with those with those people, I I understand that the first is the introductory call. What comes second? Um, is there any any strategy you outlining? Are you starting with probably LinkedIn profile that would come to, to mind as as a first step? Um, what is what is your strategy? How do you how do you work with with your with your clients? Okay, so. I always find it's it's good to reverse engineer um, the, the plan. So, what's the destination? Uh, and from from a LinkedIn perspective, you, you're working with somebody on their personal profile, their personal branding. You know, helping them with, with the whole business of social selling. So, you know, trying to figure out who, who's their sweet spot customer that they ideally would like to speak to. So then trying to figure out, you know, through, through a process of mapping backwards, you know, how, you know, you can craft your strategy around, you know, connecting up with that person or being in that person, being on that person's radar. And um, now in all of this, um, you know, the, the person themselves, like LinkedIn is all about being authentic. You can't put on a kind of a show, you know, it's, it's, it's not Hollywood movie time. You've got to be who you are so you know but but what you find is that when you when you speak with those people you know for example they could be in you know an industry like the automotive industry or they could be in the marketing industry or they could be in e-commerce they're they're, they're they're gonna have you know a significant amount of expertise in in those particular niche markets so you know wh where are the ideal customers hanging out on linkedin what kind of uh, what kind of content is is you know are they going to find valuable and useful and helpful? Um, so uh, once you've kind of figured out that roadmap, then you know I always say that your profile is like your homepage. So it's you know it, the, the, there's a number of you know different things. There's a number of different boxes as such that need to be ticked. So you know you've obviously got to have 
uh, you know, a, a professional photo photograph or a nice photograph. Um, you know, visually, I always like to have, you know, a nice background. Um, you've obviously got your name, um, but your headline is really important. So, you know, you've got to be cognizant of the fact that your headline follows you around LinkedIn. So to try and, you know, let people know in, in the first number of characters what it is that you specialize in or how you can help people. And then as you're moving around the world and the ecosystem of LinkedIn and you're commenting on posts and um, people know what you do. So, you know, that I'm a big fan of attraction marketing. So it, it, it's not a one-way system, you know? So ideally you're kind of putting yourself out there on LinkedIn and subliminally you're saying, look, this is what I do. This is how I can help people. And then when people jump into your profile and have a look, they, they then will hopefully spend some time reading through, you know, a little bit more about who you are. So, you know, it's, it's I suppose, important then uh, to, you know, fill out your about section appropriately, you know, give a bit more detail. I'm always a fan also of including some personal information in your about section. And my rationale for that is, they kind of know what to do professionally. You've, you've told them in your headline um, your area of expertise and you know uh, uh, how you can help them. You know it, 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 when you're obviously dealing with people, you know you want to you want to find kind of areas of shared interest. So whether it be sport or fashion or tech or travel or chess or whatever it is, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge David Bowie fan and I'm, a, and I'm a big, big Tottenham Hotspur supporter as well. So, um, you know, I have in, in there those, um, you, you know, I let people know that those are things that I'm interested in. And, you know, it's, and I, I believe we have a common interest oh, yeah. uh, in, in, in art and painting. And uh, I was, I was looking at your, 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 your paintings. Fantastic, by the way. Um, you know, t tell me a little bit more about your, your art. I'm really oh. interested. Oh, that's the reverse engineering. Now you start asking question me. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. <laughs> nice switch. No, no, no. I'm not going to indulge in that. No, thank you very much for your kind words, obviously. And yeah, we can, we can discuss, discuss um, uh, our art, uh, you know, love for, for, the, for the art some, some other time. But yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. And when I went, went through your profile, I, of course, I noticed that you're David, David Booby fan. And, uh, and obviously, uh, you, you're very happy now looking at the Premier League because uh, Tottenham Hotspur is right at the top. Yeah, so that's um, and they and they are looking pretty strong actually, to be honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm like genuinely on that. You know, the the amount of people who you know have have connected with me or noticed those things about me, you know, it actually has culminated in business, um, or 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 it's you know it's resulted in you know really good referrals. Um, you know, and look, let's face it, you know, you don't want to be sitting around all day, you know, talking about your, you know, what you do for work, you know, it's, it, you know, it's life is more interesting and conversations are more interesting when, you know, you may be, you know, talking about different things that interest you, you know, like we said, like music or sport or you know, whatever your, your, your interests are. 
And um, so I, I, you know, then say within your 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 about section, it's it's obviously very important maybe to, uh, you know, outline a couple of achievements and accomplishments that 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 you've that you've had, and um, you know, again, reinforce your area of expertise. Um, but something that I see people miss sometimes is a good call to action. And, you know, call to action is your contact details. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, people have jumped into your profile. They've clicked, you know, they can obviously, uh, you know, they can see your contact details there within there. But your, your contact details should be, you know, I suppose, subliminally placed throughout your profile because you want people to contact you and so you know if you, you put, put your your mobile or your cell number in uh, your email and um, you know your twitter what, what whatever way it is that you want people to ideally contact you and hmm. um, i suppose then jumping on to the profile and um, you know people will obviously want to see uh where, where, where you work and maybe your position is something that's uh, important to you know the, the, the person that you want to connect up with you and I do sometimes see that people don't have a company page set up um, and for me it's a bit of a shame because like set up a company page is, is so simple um, and really doesn't take long at all even if you just put something up couple of simple graphics and a bit of, about your company and at least then from uh, an aesthetic or visual point of view you know th- th- there's nothing worse than seeing those grayed out uh, you know against your your profile I just think it makes it more visually attractive if you know you've got you've got your business in there um, and then you know obviously you know for a lot of people uh, educational uh, you know their degrees and where they've gone to college and all that stuff's really important um, and then you know you got your top three skills and um, so again uh, try and kind of make sure that the, the three skills that are going to primarily show are the ones that you want to, you know, pe- people to associate with you. And I suppose one of the things on LinkedIn um, that I think could be maybe improved is I, I, I really place uh, huge importance on the recommendations. Mm. Um, and it's a bit of a shame for me that it's quite low down the page. Um, you know, it's very, very much below the fold, as it were. Um, and 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 this is a this is a great place for other you know to to if, if somebody goes to the trouble of giving you a recommendation, especially on LinkedIn, you know they're really you know they're they're, they're kind of putting themselves on the line a little bit because you're not going to recommend somebody likely, and um, because anyone can click back into the recommendation giver as it were and see who they were. So you know it's 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 a really big strong form of social proof um, and then I suppose down the end interests um, and, and just a little thing on interest I sometimes see um, you know uh, there's some people I've worked with and they have their competitors down as their interests and you know it's it, it, it's a simple thing and the, I suppose one of the other kind of things in your profile is some people have people also viewed and um, now there are people within the LinkedIn community that purposely choose to have people also view. Uh, for me, it's a big no-no because you, you, you've 
gone to the trouble of you know carrying out all these fantastic posts commenting and attracting people into your profile and then you basically you kind of brought them into your linkedin shop and then you, you you put doorways out there to other people so people being people you know there's a good possibility they might kind of get sidetracked click on somebody else's uh, profile and never come back to you so i'd always recommend people turn that off right um so we went through through the profile and obviously yeah, there's a bold statement on your on your uh, a LinkedIn profile, which says, I'll help you generate leads through social selling. Um, yeah. And for me always, uh, you know, the social selling is a bit of a buzzword. What does it mean for you? Well, so, social selling really is just a fancy new term for, you know, people like to do business with other people. So since time began, I mean, even when we were, you know, cave people back in the day, you know, we, we we've always traded, you know, because you know, whether, you know, I suppose back, back, back in the day when we were living off the land, you know, somebody might have been really good at, you know, catching the food. Somebody might have been better at growing the food. So the chances are, you know, they got together and you'd probably, you know, buy, buy the best, you know, produce from maybe somebody that you got on well with. Um, and I don't think we've changed that much in terms of our DNA that way in that, you know, people like to do business that they, they like and they get on with. So, you know, being social, you know, kind of, I suppose, interacting with people in, in you know, a, 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 an appropriate way to being in business, but still being friendly. You know, you build up a repertoire and a good relationship with people. And it just stands to reason that people are going to, you know, it's more likely they're going to do business with you than somebody that they either don't get on with or that they don't they don't know as well as you so pretty much you know that's social selling out of my book so so um, do you have any 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 specific strategy around social selling on linkedin is there is there anything you do okay we we passed that stage of a of a introductory call and then fixing up your your landing page your profile um where you move on what would what, what would you do next with um, with your clients okay so i i think i think the the, the process of maybe making yourself known or putting yourself on the radar of the the persona or the avatar of a customer that you're hoping to attract is probably the best place to start so um yeah one thing that you could do is you know just by searching on linkedin you know you could search for people based on maybe their location or their job title uh, or you know other areas of interest uh, by spending a little bit of time in maybe seeing out of that list because bear in mind most people are, are are not very active on linkedin like out of the 700 odd million people that use it I think I could be wrong about this, but I think it's about three million, maybe four million that are, you know, regularly participate. So you've 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 got to find those people that maybe post up from time to time. Now, what I find is, you know, some people who, you know, they 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 they, they don't regularly contribute, but they may put up share posts about, you know, maybe some win or accomplishment that they or their company have had so you've got to somehow 
kind of, you know, introduce or insert yourself into that conversation so that those people go, oh, who, who's that person? And then, you know, the, over time, you know, this isn't something like LinkedIn and social selling. It's, 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 it's absolutely not a get in, get out kind of system. This, this is about building up something. So you're, you're, you're very much, uh, you know, going for, for the long game on this, the medium to long game at, at, at best. So over time, as, as those potential clients uh, start to notice that you may be ideally uh, share, uh, sharing a comment on their post. And, you know, what I mean by a comment, you know, some, something meaningful, not just a, you know, super job or, you, you know, well, like d doing something, even to put some thought into your comment rather than something on the fly. So it, it, over time, if, if, you know, if you if you do that with enough people, you know, it stands to reason percentage wise that, you know, you're, you, you, you're going to maybe follow that person initially. Um, now, if somebody isn't really outputting regular content, it's, you, you know, it's kind of a moot point to follow them. So in that case, I'd suggest to connect. Now with every connect, you should include some kind of an introduction note, you know, and, and, you know, I, I know that that's, you know, very much what, you know, what works on LinkedIn, but if you think about it in the real world, you know, if you were at a exhibition or a conference, you know, you wouldn't just walk up to somebody with your business card and stick it in their face and go, Hey, you know, you'd shake their hand. Hello, introduce yourself, you know, ask, you know, you know some some things about them and why they're there so you know the initial intro note you know is it it you know it, i suppose it needs to be like professional but also friendly and maybe to demonstrate that um you know you've maybe looked at their profile um, and yeah obviously you need to personalize it um, but but you've got to give that person a reason why to connect back with you so if you then if they connect up with you I, you know, like you've got to send a follow-up um, note after somebody connects with you. Um, now, I, I, I kind of a lot of the time uh, will either send a personalized video message. And it's not kind of Francis Ford Coppola Hollywood stuff here. You know, this is a, a 20, 30 second intro on my phone. Um, you know, just hello, introduce yourself. And it's it's actually amazing how many people just come back and go wow i didn't even know you could send a video message or note on linkedin but you know some people aren't maybe you know they they, they, they might be a little bit apprehensive about doing that so you know a, a written note is is absolutely fine it is and sometimes it's not always uh you know, possible to do a video uh, note now the in-between is maybe a voice note um because Again, the person can hear how you sound, they can hear your accent, you know, and it, it, it just helps move, uh, you know, the, the potential relationship further, you know, quicker, you know, and there's more chance then of engaging with those people. Mm. Like on the, on the whole uh, lead generation uh, side of things, 
the the goal should be for for those people who whose purpose it is on LinkedIn because not not everybody's purpose on LinkedIn is is to generate leads or business, and um, but for those that do, um, it, 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 you know, in my opinion, it should be very much moving that process to a point where you're having an old school phone call, uh, a FaceTime call, or, or or a fantastic Zoom call like you know we're doing today. Um, and then, you know, if geography permits to maybe, you know, catch up for a coffee um, or if you're, you're in, in international business and, you know, in the future when we're able to travel again, you know, if you know you're going to be in, in a, a city where that person is, you might say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to be in Berlin. I'm going to be in London, you know, next week. Do you fancy grabbing a coffee? So, you know, that's that goes back to social selling if you like um you know so but you know it's funny because not everybody is all that social like some people are quite introverted and they they may struggle with that mm-hmm. so you know i guess you've got to really be encouraging with those people and um, you know to i suppose nearly hold their hand and you know let them know that you know linkedin is an extraordinarily kind community like you know in general most people are really really supportive of other people and you know it's 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 a fantastic community that way yeah i i totally get what you're saying and i think i think you touch upon many many uh, very very important points you know making it personal be unique um be natural be you, um, you know, do do things like what you what would you do in real life? Um, I sometimes see the parallel between LinkedIn as uh, as a big networking event where you go to, uh, you know, how you would start a conversation. What would you do? You know, so so behave in the same way or similar way on a LinkedIn. Sometimes I feel that you know people completely they 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 losing it. You know, when they go to LinkedIn and they think that you know it's a selling platform and they try to you know kind of like a push the the pitch decks. Um, through through your uh, through your DMs and all that, so so that's kind of kind of funny. Yeah, don't get me started on those DMs with the <laughs> hi, my name is blah blah blah, and they send you their pitch deck and you know a Calendly link, yeah. and you're just going, oh my word, I I just you know I I I can't believe that these people are doing it now. I do know there's a lot of people using automation tools, which I'm thoroughly thoroughly against, um, and. I, I, I heard there somewhere, somewhere that um, people, I, th- I think there's, somebody said there's a 6% success rate on those kind of uh, automated emails. Well, I guess I, you know, while that may be the case, um, you know, that there's a 6% uh, success conversion rate, you know, that, that, that's a 94% failure rate. Um, so, you know, you, you know, LinkedIn is all about your personal reputation as well. And um, so, you know, how many of those 94% of people that don't maybe engage with you commercially go away with, you know, a really bad opinion of you personally, because you've just been spamming out, you know, lots and lots of these DMs. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally, I totally get you. On on the other hand, I understand a little bit. You know, some people they just they just played in. You know, they they're just pure salespeople, and then they played the number game. And for them, uh, this is the way how they always done it. And for them, you know, that's that's how they do it. And uh, the 
you know, if they can cut the corner, they will do that. Um, you know, I, I think I think we need to I think we need to kind of like a be um, clear what we want to do on on LinkedIn and people who are there as as a as a uh, I don't want to say the true users of I, I don't want to sound sound any any moralistic on any 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 other way but uh, you know the platform needs to be kept or we try to preserve it in a way that um, it's uh, spam free or you know it's kind of like it's preserved that that we can we can really use it as a as a networking platform right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I mean, LinkedIn is, you know, a, a, as, as an ecosystem, it is a 24-7, 365 days of the year platform. I mean, you know, the fact that, you know, people are using it in all time zones, uh, you know, most countries are, 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 are you know, have, have got a, a, you know, a great penetration or population and be using it. Um, but going back to your uh, you, you, you know your great point in the sales and you know that some sales people will try and cut corners I mean I, like I've been effectively in sales all my professional life and um, I've always been a kind of a, a consultative salesperson so you know it, it's just my ethos as to who I am and the way I approach things but you know I do know certain people you know they might be maybe in a in a job where you know they're maybe under pressure to you know hit sales targets you know they might be in an organization where they don't maybe have the luxury of being able to affect the way that they approach their outbound sales lead generation and and you know that's just a fact of life and but you know i suppose you know the the more people that maybe say no or don't engage you know the more chances that that you know, kind of approach will be eradicated. Absolutely, uh, Stephen. Uh, from from the uh, from what you were saying about about how to um, wh- what to do on a platform and uh, you know how many how many things we we should do, uh, I'm just kind of like wondering what would be your advice? How long one should spend on LinkedIn and what kind of activities you would advise uh, people to do on LinkedIn? Okay, this this is a this is a good question, and um, because you know some 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 people at the I suppose the heavier use end of it could you know you can go down the LinkedIn rabbit hole and spend hours and hours every day, and um, if it's part of your your work day, you know like I generally recommend that you spend about an hour a day on LinkedIn, and um, I know look you, you you most certainly can be effective to some degree for 20, 30 minutes. Um, but you know, what tends to happen people that spend that time, once once they start getting some wins under the belt and you know they're they get that moment of you know you know euphoria in accomplishing you know what they've set out to do they go wow jeepers this is great I'm 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 going to spend more time on it and you know generally about an hour a day um i suppose for me i don't really timetable it in um you know i spend a bit of time in the morning you know i check in you know various points during the day um, and then in the evening as well that i i would spend time on it uh, and weekends of course um you know and again like obviously where you're based in dubai you know your work 
week is Sunday to Thursday, as it is in other countries as well, you know, but, you know, I suppose most of the world operate on a Monday to Friday kind of basis. But I, I think, you know, it, it also depends who it is. Now, I'm just talking about from a, a lead generation perspective, like, uh, uh, you know, what I, what I found and has been my experience that a, a lot of people that would be so-called C-level uh, execs in maybe larger companies uh, or business owners, they really time or day isn't a kind of so much a factor like you know mo most of those people are not nine to five you know monday to friday and um, so you can actually kind of have some great conversations on dm with people out you know in the evening or weekends um you know so long-winded answer there i know vtech but try and give it about an hour a day okay um, again, interesting point which you mentioned about DM. How effective DMs are for you? And uh, I feel there is a certain art to it which you should, uh, you know, learn. You know how to actually write the proper DMs, right? Yeah, I mean, I suppose, I suppose, going back to one of the things I mentioned earlier on, um, you know, it, 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 you know, it's got to be you. You know, you got to be authentic. So you know, there isn't really a kind of a you know, a rule system to it. It's, it's got to come from you. Um, you know, I, I, I personally spend a lot of time on DMs um, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I feel it's kind of better one-to-one -one engagement with people. Um, you know, and that, that time isn't all necessarily like lead gen time. I mean, I, I, I've made some amazing friends on, on LinkedIn and you know so you know for me it's you know it's like it's it's crossed over from the business to you know having really strong personal friendships with people so I find myself um you know you know DMing people both by written text or voice notes or video notes as well and um, I think look it's kind of it, it, it there isn't really a one size fits all answer to that i would just say to people look just be natural you know when obviously you're dealing with uh, people within a, a professional environment you know keep it professional and mm. um, you know but but it, it it's actually okay to dm people you know most of the time um you know again as we live in you know a world where people are in different time zones as well. You could be dealing with somebody down in Australia, you know, New Zealand, like you're obviously four hours ahead from me. United States is five to eight hours behind me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to DM people at any time, I, I, I feel. Talking about uh, uh, business and private content, which is which is or personal content, which is also a very interesting question because sometimes people asking, you know, um, is it actually is it actually allowed or or is it okay to post some private or personal content on LinkedIn or should I be really just like a business uh, oriented on on uh, LinkedIn? What would you say to those people? Okay, I suppose it it comes down to who you are as a person, and um, there there isn't really one steadfast rule. Uh, as to, you know, should you keep it business? You know, should you make it really personal? Um, for me, I think I, 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 it, it can be hard maybe to engage with people if you keep it very corporate business. You know, it's just 
kind of, you know, it can be a little bit stuffy and LinkedIn is most certainly not a stuffy platform. Um, I, I, I would advise people to, to inject their personality into their posts and their comments. Now, some people do, and it's, you know, this is fine for them. They, they really share some, you know, very personal, intimate information about what's going on in their lives or their family or things that happen to them. Um, I mean, you know, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy to share uh, to, to, to some degree, you know, and it would be more based around maybe the, the interests that I have, you know, like, you know, in the past, I've, you know, put up some posts about, you know, my, my interest in cycling or, you know, I've like in, in, in the comment I did on um, uh, the, the John experience uh, post there uh, yesterday. I I think I mentioned I was into art and I, I saw your art site. So you know that that's part of you know who we are as as people, and it's you know it's it's okay to do that. But if people can move that shift away from being really kind of you know corporate one dimensional, you know they they're, they're going to give themselves a much better chance of attracting in, uh, you know, new people in, 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 into their, uh, their network or their tribe. Um, that brings me to another question. Uh, we're talking about posting. What is, what is your, um, like a sweet spot in terms of posting? When, uh, how often um, should it be daily, three times a week? Uh, what, is, what is for you the, the ideal ideal scenario in in this in this terms okay again this is a kind of a it depends answer um you know if if you know if people are you know maybe starting out they may want to post a little bit more frequently you know a couple of times a week you know as they're maybe making people aware of who they are um, you know, so it, 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 there isn't really one answer to this again, but, you know, when you're sitting down with, with the individual as part of their strategy, when you're doing the research, you know, based on the, you know, maybe the, the, the specific market, if you like, that they're, they're hoping to operate within, that's going to determine, you know, maybe to some extent how frequently, frequently they should post. Generally, I'd kind of recommend people post two or three times a week. Um, and the, the, the reason that I say that is, um, you know, when, when you put up a post, especially if you get, um, you know, some to a lot of engagement, it's, it's, it's really important. And it's actually really respectful when people have gone to the trouble of taking time out of their busy day to contribute to your post that you, you know, that you acknowledge that and you get involved in the conversation that you're, that you've started. Like sometimes I see posts from people and there's literally no engagement. So, you know, you could find there's lots of people have gone on and commented and, and there's nothing, there's just radio silence from the author of that post. And it kind of, it irks me a little bit um, because I, I kind of feel like you know, God, that person's gone to some trouble to do it. Now, there is some exception to that. There, there's obviously some people who, you know, would have, you know, a hundred to a million plus followers, and they literally are going to get many hundreds or thousands of comments. So they're just not practically going to get the time to respond to every single comment. And, and, and that's absolutely understandable. 
Um, but you know, I, I, it, it's got to suit you as well. You know, like you're, you're, you're probably carrying out this activity during your work week. And, you know, people do have, you know, they've, they've got their business commitments during the week, whether it be, you know, they're on the phone, they're on Zoom calls or business development, you know, they're actually, you know, they're doing work projects. So, you know, you've got to figure out what works best for you. But you know, two, three, like one, once a week is fine as well. Um, you know, so tr try and try and definitely keep it though minimum once a week if you can. Yeah, I think you again. You um, uh, that was that was a very very good good thing. What you what you mentioned. Uh, I've seen I've seen many people. You know, they're complaining about engagement levels on their on their post, but then when there are some some comments, they are not replying. I think this this is really extremely important. And I remember. Um, you probably uh, know Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, yeah. He he keeps saying that you know he got to the point where he now have I don't know four million followers on LinkedIn and I, I don't know how many millions in on other other social media. But he said like uh, when I was starting, I was virtually you know messaging every single person you know who commented on my post. You know I was replying back, replying back, replying back till the three o'clock in the morning. So obviously that's the hard work which we cannot see. We see now that he has you know so many followers, so many millions of followers, and we think you know he just got it like this, you know, by snapping a finger. Obviously that's not the case, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's the old kind of adage of the acorn grows into an oak tree. You know, the 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 more you put in and you invest your time in this, and again being very respectful of your 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 followers or people who do comment on your posts you know you, you've got to spend a lot of time and you know if if you're getting you know multiple levels of comments you know it can take time and again you know in 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 the same way as you know i don't recommend that people you know comment on a post with uh you know whatever just something really short if if somebody goes to the trouble of leaving you you know a detailed meaningful comment it you know it, it, it's it's only respectful that you're reciprocal in your in in your comment to their comment so um and you know this this is all about building up your personal branding and your reputation on linkedin so you know the the, the more the more you put into it the the, the better reputation that you're going to get and you know the, the the better feeling that you're going to you know move around linkedin and people will know yeah this person you know is interested in in me and then you know they're possibly going to help you out in the future and you know like also as well then you know you should um you know if if you can or you're in a position to maybe help them out with their posts you know so you know if you see that they're posting things and you've got something genuine to add and um, you know you know comment on, on on their content as well yeah i believe we could carry on for another couple of hours i need to draw the line somewhere um we're getting to the point of where, where we need to we need to wrap up uh, this interview and then obviously uh, i'll be more than happy to to welcome you again um, in near future do you have any goals for 2021 um in terms of linkedin yeah i well i suppose i'm achieving my goals you know all the time um on linkedin i'm i'm you know i suppose my plan is to organically grow um you know my own personal brand and my own reputation 
to to meet up with you know some great new folk on there and help them out with their with, with their own lead generation through social selling and um, i do believe 2021 is going to be a really super year for people involved in uh, remote selling or social selling um, you know you know i suppose because what's happening in the world people aren't you know they're not traveling overseas they're not going to conferences they're not going to local meetings so the natural place is to uh, you know to get involved in a platform like linkedin and you know try and you know from a lead generation perspective move, move it from there on to you know things like this where we're on zoom meetings uh, so yeah i suppose my my, my personal plan is to Keep, keep on rocking and you know keep keep doing what i'm doing so we're gonna see you on the forefront of uh, of a social selling uh, on the linkedin in ireland the, keep eye on you then exactly uh, it's not just ireland as well i mean I, I i i do i do work with people all over the globe i just i happen to be based here so uh i'm i'm very happy to work with people from all parts of the world awesome Stephen, before we go, uh, of course, uh, can you can you tell us where can we learn a little bit more about you? People can find you obviously on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, some other some other contact points. Yeah, so my uh, my, my my company's homepage is evolutiondigital.ie, which is the local .ie domain name, uh, and then I suppose to connect or to contact me. Uh, directly the best place is to go on to my linkedin profile which is uh, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash link in with stephen quinn and that's stephen with a ph mm -hmm. awesome awesome stephen it's uh, um, it was it was awesome discussion thank you very much for your time i i really enjoyed it and um, i hope um, all the all the things which you have ahead of you in tw for 2021 will will be uh, fulfilled and and we're gonna we're gonna welcome you on our show um, yeah soon again. I'd really appreciate it, Vitek. This has been uh, this has been a blast. Um, I hope you get to take a look. I know you've had a, a, a big holiday there in Dubai uh, in the last few days. Uh, you might get a little bit of time off uh, towards the end of the month. And uh, I wish you a, a, a very successful uh, 2021. It's been a blast and a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn Smart. LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.